This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Do the show, bitch! Welcome to Ben and Woods. Try to say this nicely. When you look at Ben, Paul, and me, it doesn't scream athlete. I know you fat bastards want to eat some of this. With Ben Higgins. Go to hell, pro sports. Stephen Woods. That was incredible. And Paul Rindo. All right. Get ready, tier ones. Oh. It's Ben and Woods. Finally the chance for somebody to get on and do some good sports talk radio. On 97.3 The Fan. Do the show, bitch. Oh, Woods has got his Ben and Woods mug and a little tea going to see if uh, he can get through these final couple hours of the week. Welcome back. It's good to be back. Welcome back. What kind of tea is that? Chamomile. Chamomile. I wanted some green tea, but we didn't have any. So with the chamomile. It's not good. It's not, it's not, you don't like chamomile tea? No, I don't no. know. Not my favorite. But hey, a little hot, a little hot liquid for you this morning. <laughs> Definitely not a bad thing. Uh, we've got uh, two hours left on the program today. We've got our football picks uh, coming up later this hour. But I've uh, been looking forward uh, to this conversation the past couple of days. Lots of news uh, from the Padres front office this week. Not so much from the uh, the baseball operations side, but uh, from Eric Gruppner, the CEO's side. And he's joining us right now in our premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline as we get very close to spring training, the start of the season, Fan Fest, uh, just over a week away. Eric, uh Good to see you on this uh, Saturday, this uh, January day. Oh, yeah, I, I don't know. He's, I don't know what's happening. It's Friday. Sorry, Eric. Eric. Sorry. Everyone's losing it in here. <laughs> it's good to be with you guys. Yeah, there you go. There you go. That's fine. You don't have to lie to us. That's fine. Well, I know where your office is. I've seen it. It's at Petco Park, Eric. Um, you've got guys there right now throwing, working out, uh, a certain... Young superstar was down in the cage taking some hacks yesterday. I, I, I got to imagine, you know, yes, you're in your office fielding calls and, and firing off emails and everything else, but have you wandered down to the rail to look down a little bit and watch uh, what the guys are doing? 
I have. It's been great. You know, we've had a lot of guys in town getting work in, both throwing and hitting, working with our coaches. Bob's been there. Uh, Ruben's been there. And, um, you know, the clubhouse is starting to come alive. And the preview of what's to come this season, you know, an unprecedented season, I believe, in franchise history in terms of expectations, um, you know, reasonably so going into this year with the roster we have. And so, just excited to get through the WBC, have everybody healthy, and um, get the season started. Bit of a white knuckler, though, for you and, and AJ and Peter. And, and let's be honest, for the fans, too. I mean, it's it's really exciting baseball. We all love it. I'll be watching every game. Um, but I'll be a little bit on the edge of, of my seat, and I'm sure that's just a natural natural feeling to watching you know superstars out there playing playing hard, too. They don't, they don't pull back in these games. No, they don't. I mean, it certainly is a you know, beneficial from the perspective of, you know, getting guys ready to go, playing at a high level, competitive baseball, playing for their country, which oftentimes is, um, you know, just as important for them as playing for a World Series championship just because of the pride that so many players take in, you know, where they're from and and representing their home country. So it's great. It should be really good baseball. Um, you know, there's a lot of, uh, a lot of Padres players on different rosters. I think, you know, a few of our pitchers pulled back and are not participating, although initially, you know, they mentioned that they would. So, you know, it, it's great. It's, it's good for the sport of baseball, especially internationally. And, uh, we, we definitely support it, but it comes with some additional measure of risk that you certainly don't have in a non WBC year. So, Eric, uh, you know, if you're a sports fan, you probably hear the stories about the Green Bay Packers and their decades-long season ticket waiting list. Like, you get on the waiting list and you pass that down to your kids who pass it down to their grandkids as they hope to wait to get a chance to buy season tickets. But I never thought that I would be a San Diego Padres fan looking at a season ticket waiting list, but that's... That's what you guys are going to be starting here in a couple of weeks. Uh, tell me about just kind of that decision and and what went into the thought process of, of capping season ticket sales here this offseason. Yeah, what a time to be alive, huh? It's uh, pretty amazing here in San Diego in this market, certainly something that has not happened before. And uh, it's really about maintaining access for all Padres fans to be able to come out at some point this coming season and enjoy watching this team, enjoy being at Petco Park and cheering for the Padres. So, you know, we anticipate we're going to end up probably somewhere around 24,000 season ticket memberships, um, you know, full season equivalent. So every game, you know, there'll be 24,000 seats that are already sold. And it sounds like we would still have a lot of tickets left. And when you start to cut into that between, um, you know, different plan types, when people might be at the same game, when you have community groups that come out in big blocks of tickets, and then just frankly wanting to have single-game tickets available for uh, fans that may not be able to afford or may not be able to commit to a a full plan, half-season, full-season, you know, we felt like that was a good good level to cap it at, start a wait list. We'll be sharing the details on that. And, you know, it's still great to be a season ticket member. Wait list will have some of those benefits, but not nearly as much as season ticket members have. And, you know, it really rewards those that have been with us and with us through some lean years into the time that we're in now. You know, they'll continue to get the top priority when it comes to playoff tickets and seating location. And so it's um, it's great to have that level of demand. I think it's an unprecedented season. 
Uh, I can't wait for single-game tickets to go on sale on the 7th, especially with our new promo item calendar that we released the other day. I think it's the best we've ever had. And all the way around, just a tremendous amount of excitement coming into the season for Padres fans. Honestly, it was a day that I dreaded every year just from the complaints that would come in on Twitter. Uh, Eric, and I didn't see any of that yesterday. And I, I, it was really quite refreshing, uh, to, to be honest with you. And and I thought you guys have, did a great job with all your promo items. My kids are uh, elated. My wife is elated. Everybody in my family is elated. I did want to ask you, though, I mean, one of the – one of the the challenges that baseball, uh, not just with the Padres, but baseball in general, has has faced is getting eyes and and ears sometimes on the product. And um, the report came out the other day about Diamond Sports Group um, that they're facing imminent bankruptcy. So every year around this time, too, it feels like there's this panic of, oh no, I got to watch my favorite team, right? And I think the Padres have done a great job with their TV broadcast crew, with their radio broadcast crew, um, et cetera. They do a, a good job at, at covering all that. But any concern from you about people being able to get their eyes on the product this year? Yeah, look, it's a great question. Um, we're certainly navigating a period of uncertainty right now when it comes to our rights partner because of the you know, the condition of their business. Sure. It's important, I think, for fans to know that Major League Baseball is really taking the lead on this. We're certainly in touch on a daily basis with Major League Baseball, but this impacts more than just the Padres. There's 14 different Major League Baseball teams that uh, have Diamond Sports Group as, as their partner with their RSN. And so you know, I'm confident that Major League Baseball is going to make sure that our games are broadcast continuously throughout the season, regardless of you know how this all turns out. And I actually think long-term, intermediate to long-term, this actually is going to be a really good development for the, the game because I think it will eventually lead us to games being available, streaming in market without blackouts. And when that happens, you know, for the first time, Potter's fans will have, you know, complete access to Padres games regardless of whether they have a particular cable provider or satellite provider or if they're trying to work through a streaming service. I think eventually we're going to end up with a a D2C streaming option that's not blacked out in market, and I think that'll be a really great thing for Padres fans. But at this point, even though I saw some reports about a Bally subscription stream where people who don't have – uh, you know, a cable or satellite package that they might be able to stream that. We don't know when that's happening or at least when it might be coming to San Diego yet. Yeah, that's right. Um, you know, that's not currently something that our rights holder in San Diego has, those digital rights to stream um, as an authenticated subscriber. So if you're subscribed to one of the several options that you can subscribe to to watch Padres games, then there are streaming options off of that, but it's because you're a, already a, a cable subscriber, satellite subscriber that allows you to access that. Obviously, there's MLB TV, and that's a great streaming product. The problem has always been, if you're in Sego, Padres games are blacked out. certainly causes you to scratch your head. I don't entirely know how we ended up there as an industry, but it's where we are, and um, you know that's not great, right? You, you'd want Ideally, your consumers, your customers, your fans to be able to watch your product anytime, anywhere with as little, 
you know, barrier to, to doing that as possible. And that's not the way that traditionally baseball games have worked. And so I think what I'm saying is that I can't tell you the exact timeline to get to what I call ubiquitous distribution, where a Padres fan can watch a Padres game through a lot of different platforms, including a direct-to-consumer streaming option without a local market blackout. But I do think eventually we're going to get there, and I certainly hope we get there sooner rather than later. Yeah, I think uh, as we all do as well. Talking to Padres CEO Eric Gruppner, uh, pretty cool fan fest going to be next weekend. Uh, we're going to be broadcasting live out there, uh, a lot of the, the guys from our station. Really looking forward to that. Uh, it's going to be a blast. The superstars are are going to be there. They're going to be rolling in. How did you guys make this happen? Because, um, you know, I'm, I'm looking around, and, and I don't want to name names, but I'm looking around at other fan fests, and I'm seeing, you know, they're big leaguers, but they're certainly not the, the caliber of, of big leaguers that, that we're getting uh, at Petco Park on fan The team fest. has, like, four superstars. You maybe hope for one. Hope for one. And it feels like, you know, we've got all the, the, the big guns coming out for this one, Eric. Yeah, I really can't. I mean, look, it all starts first with the roster that we have that AJ has put together. Um, you know, we've got star power up and down this roster, established big league stars, and they're all fully engaged and as excited about this season as our fan base is. So it's just a really great moment in time, I think, for Padres fans this year with FanFest that all of these players are choosing, many of them, to fly to San Diego we're going to be spending some time in the community the day before FanFest, going out to visit some schools with these players, going out to visit um, different areas in the community, some of our charitable partners. And it's really full participation. I've never seen anything like it before, and I think it reflects how engaged these players are in connecting with fans, connecting with the San Diego community. And ultimately, it's a reflection of their excitement for the season that's coming up. And it's an amazing lineup. Um, I'm excited to be there. Uh, I'm excited to meet some of these guys in person for the first time, um, you know, or, or just see them interact with each other for the first time. Uh, Hassan Kim is an ad, uh, not easy for him to get to San Diego this time of the year, especially with WBC coming up. He's going to be playing for Korea. So, yeah, I think it reflects a commitment from these players that they want to be here. They want to be with the fans, and they're really excited for the season that's coming up. We've had over 150,000 tickets claimed for FanFest. <laughs> we had to cap it. You know, we anticipate. Don't all have it once, please. Please. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, we intend. We're kind of working through the logistics of, of, you know, what it might look like. It's it's always hard to tell exactly how many people are going to show up when, you know, it's a free ticket. But, um it's certainly going to set a record in, in Padres Fan Fest history and the level of players, not only current players, but also alumni. You know, great guys like Trevor Hoffman, Hall of Famer, Mark Loretta, Gary Templeton, Andy Ashby are going to be there. So there's going to be something for everybody from the oldest Padres fan to the youngest Padres fan. And uh, I think it's going to be a special day. Mark Loretta, great guy, not a great fantasy manager. For Correct. Yeah, not at all. Uh, I'm sure he'll uh, be allowed in the ballpark uh, as far as that. He's, well, just, he's he mentally, a job. He's huh? mentally checked out. So, I mean, uh, you know, it is what it is, group. It's fine. Well, he went He went from the penthouse to the you-know-what house. He did. He had won it uh, in the summer. Yeah. And then he took on Mark Grant as yeah. his pitching there's some discussion that it may have actually been mud that really pushed him into, see that. Yeah, like, I think, 0 for 6 territory. Yeah, that, that, that was us. Mine and Paul's team. It was let, a lot let, of fun. Let me ask you this, Eric, before we before you go. CEO Eric Rufner of the Padres is with us. Philosophically, I heard for many years. I mean, people loved the promotions the Padres have done for a long time. But I always heard 
But you know what? I'd give it all up if we could just see a winning team yeah, a, on the field. A crazy that's good all, roster. That's all I really want. Yeah. I don't care. I, don't, I wouldn't care about the bobbleheads. They're nice. They're great. I really just want a winning team. Now you've got potentially the most exciting team in baseball. Was there ever any thought? Well, we don't. We don't have to try that hard anymore when it comes to the the giveaways. And the promotions and stuff. People are going to come to see the baseball. That's what it's all about. What was there ever a discussion like that held? In, you know, in your offices? Yeah, absolutely. I think, in particular, sort of two two aspects of our promotional strategy were discussed. Given the increased demand for the Padres and our, our tickets, you know, over half of our games easily, so majority of our games are going to be sellouts this year. And we really don't need promotional items from the perspective, at least as much from the perspective of driving single-game ticket purchases. But there's two things that are important to us. Number one, we took the number of promotional items from 35000 to 40000 which is an additional cost to us. But, you know, I heard from fans last season that when our attendance had started to kind of really creep up to the point where we had turnstiles above 35,000 regularly, you know, there were fans that were getting there that, that weren't able to receive the promotional item. And I didn't think that was right. So we're spending the extra money to make sure that 40,000 fans will be able to get the promotional items when they come. And really that, I think, takes me to the larger point, which is, it's not just about putting butts in seats. It's about creating a lifetime connection with our fans. And there's no greater opportunity than the one that we have right now to produce high-quality promotional items, get them into the hands of fans that are passionate about the team, and hopefully that's something that my successor and that person's successor will continue to benefit from 20, 30 years from now when a 10-year-old that came out and got a bobblehead that really captivated them and created a deeper connection to the player and the team is coming as a 40-year-old bringing his or her three children to watch Padres games regularly on the weekend. So we're playing the long game, and we want to show our fans support and love in return for all the support they've given us through years when, yeah, we did need promotional items to get people to come to the ballpark for a lot of games. Now it's not serving that purpose as much as it's serving the purpose of deepening the connection to our fans, letting them know we appreciate them, and hopefully locking in a lifetime relationship with that fan uh, that pays dividends for years to come. It sounds like great business to me. I mean, I wish I wish more people thought that way, uh, certainly. Uh, just one request. I've, I've seen it on Twitter a few times. I wanted to pass it along. Uh, people are requesting some Bruce Bochy sized hats, some maybe a little bit larger hats than the normal. If there could be like a box at one entrance of some Bochy esque eight and a quarters is the number I got. Um, I don't know. I, I, all I'm just don't kill the messenger here. I'm just passing. No, no, I've had a lot of fun with that one uh, over the last 24 hours, and I love it. Man, I love our fans. It's so great, and. Uh, you know, unfortunately, we're never going to be able to cover the uh, the whole spectrum of sizes yes. uh, and body types and, and head types uh, out there. We try to cover as much of it as we can. But um, the feedback's been heard, and uh, we're going to be thinking about the eight heads out there <laughs> and uh, trying to trying to find a way to uh, to help them out. It's probably not going to come this year because we've already ordered the promotional items. But it's good feedback, and uh, for the larger headed among our fan base, um, I feel your pain. 
Well, Eric, thank you for overcoming my awkward uh, welcome and doing a great interview. Can we replay that again? Because it was so good. Thank you again for your time. I'll just give you an awkward goodbye. Th- thanks, Eric. Thank-, thank you very much. Thank you, buddy. <laughs> All right, guys. Have a great weekend. Thanks, I'll see man. you soon. You too. Eric Rupner, CEO of the Padres and our premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline. Save money the right way with premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad. Visit them today in the Carlsbad Auto Mall. Chevrolet find new roads. Uh, just got um, some way, way more Tatis information on what he's up to from the uh, UT right now. So I'll have that for you. Uh, when we come back, we can react to what I we like just heard that. from Eric Gruppner as well. And then I'm get to our football picks. It's all coming up. Don't go anywhere. Ben Woods, back after a check of traffic on 97.3 The Fan. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. A Monday warrior, mean, mean stride. Today's Tom Sawyer, mean, mean pride. Tune in to kick off with Boomer and Valenti tonight at 6 p.m. as former NFL MVP Boomer Esaias and Mike Valenti discuss the biggest NFL news, preview the most important games of the week right here on 97.3 The Fan. Our thanks again to Padres CEO Eric Gruppner. And I will say, you noticed it at the end as well. 
very savvy when I asked him about, you know, why are you doing all this? You, you, as he said, we're expecting to sell out most of our games this season. Just good-ass business, So why man. are we not only giving away all these items, but giving out more of them, 40000 to make sure, you know, everyone who comes, you know, has a chance to get them. And he said, it's not, it's not about putting butts in the seats. It's about creating that lifelong connection. And, and I thought, yes, I mean, when the Padres aren't playing, and they're not playing half the time during the year, from, you know, November, December, January, February, March, there are no real baseball games. But guess what? In your closet, there's still that, that T-shirt, or there's a hat, or there's a bobblehead sitting you know, on your desk at work. There's a shrine to Jake Cronenworth in your house, hypothetically. <laughs> that is that is 365 <laughs> days a year of connection with your fan, with your customers right there. Bro, what it does, it, it has me, you, Paul, Hannah, Megan, Shelly, your son Jack, everybody we know is walking around looking at their watch, just waiting for the first pitch, just salivating for the season and, to start. And everyone is a billboard that's walking around and, you know, Padres but, hats and Padres shirts. You know, and, you, made the, you, you made the good point, too, that for years you would see, I don't care about the uniforms. I don't care about the giveaways. I just want a winning ball club. Now they're saying, all right, well, here's a really exciting winning ball club. And we're still going to do this for you. It's it's a rarity in business. You hear about companies that do it, um, and and when you hear about them, it's why it always seems so cool. You think about Google, right? Like Google. Hey, you make a buttload of money to work at Google. You still have every amenity in the world, uh, and then some. They they take care of you very very well. well what does that do? That breeds what? Loyalty. Breeds loyalty. It's a no-brainer. It should be how all business works. It's just not, though. It's not. It's not how all business works. The Dodgers are charging $250 a head for a meet-and-greet with Chris Taylor, with Gavin Lux. To get your picture, a selfie with Gavin Lux is $25. A meet-and-greet with Chris Taylor is $250. Chris Taylor. Is that creating a memory, or are you buying a memory? You know what I'm saying? It's very, very different. And the way that they... The way that they're doing business right now, Ben, is unparalleled. And I know it's unparalleled uh, since you've been a fan, since you were a kid. It's incredibly exciting. It really is. Um, now, what's also exciting, and we're at the bottom of the hour, but I want to I want at least kind of tease what just happened. And when you, you got to give credit sometimes, you give credit. Uh, Kevin A.C. and Annie Halbrun at the Union Tribune just dropped a story on the comeback of Fernando Tatis Jr. and what he's doing right now. We talked about the video of him taking some swings, but uh, he is working with Joe Musgrove on those under workouts right now. And they talked to both of them. They went to one of them. There's pictures, talk, get quotes from Joe Musgrove about Tatis, quotes from Tatis about what he missed last year, how he's feeling, shoulder, wrist, everything, what these workouts are doing, his emotional state. Uh, there is a lot of good, good stuff here. I do recommend you check it out yourself, but. Let's take a time out, and when we come back, I want to get into some of these quotes. What Joe had to say about will you read to Tatis? Me? Yep, you and, will. And then what Tatis Polly, is, is start saying the fire. as well. Start up a fire. And again, uh, all credit to, to Kevin AC and Annie Hobron on this one. This is uh, this one's one of those must reads. What a picture! So too oh, on the amazing. cover. Yeah. Oh boy. Here so we we'll uh, we'll talk about it coming oh, up next mama. with Ben and Woods on San Diego's number one sports station, ninety-seven three, The Fan.
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Sarah 97 through the fan is brought to you by Pfizer and BioNTech. This winter, there are new COVID-19 booster shots designed to help protect against recent Omicron variants. If it's been at least two months since your primary series or original booster, schedule your updated COVID-19 booster dose at vaccines.gov. Sponsored by Pfizer and BioNTech. All right, Woods is uh, very interested in what I'm about to talk about. Polly has, uh, has built a fire. All right, just a little bit of, and, and I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna give everything away because you really do owe it to, to Kevin and Annie to check out their piece uh, at the UT and their website, and this is why they do it. They deserve the clicks and the praise and the attention. But I do think it's important to at least get to some of these quotes from Fernando Tatis Jr. This is really the first time that we've heard from him, other than you know when he. Faced the suspension and had to come to Petco Park, yep. and 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 Did that's the, apology kind of the last and, time we yeah. heard from him. So some absolute new material, and we'll get to that right after this check of traffic on ninety-seven three. The fan. So the setup for this piece, uh, you know, Kevin and Annie, we had we've talked to Joe Musgrove before about his his underwater workout regimen. Yes, and the um, you know the the extreme lengths he's gone to to get himself ready to be at, at peak performance. And now that Fernando Tatis Jr. is back in San Diego. He has not just started resuming baseball activities at Petco Park, but he is joining Joe for these underwater workouts. And they go through details about, you know, more about what he's getting out of it and why he's doing it. But what is really interesting about this piece is you're getting the first reactions from Fernando Tatis Jr. that we have heard in months. And it is really good stuff. So let me fast forward and uh, here's Tatis talking about facing his teammates. Remember, August 23rd was 11 days after his suspension, and uh, this is this is exactly the unvarnished version. Seeing their faces, just how heartbroken they were, I feel like a different story could have been if I was on the field. I feel like that was a stab to the team. I was apart from them. It was the first time I ever felt that. I was really heartbroken. 
I've always been successful in this area, and now for the first time, I really messed up, and I really felt that. Like, kind of goes out to him, right? Of course. And, but the worst comes a little bit later when he talks about watching the Padres going through the playoffs. Remember, he wasn't he wasn't there. He said, the fact that I wasn't there in the playoffs, I felt that was my depression. It was a hard moment. I'm not going to say it wasn't hard. There were times I didn't want to watch. It's really hard seeing your team go so deep in the playoffs and you can't do nothing. It makes you feel like you aren't part of it. It stabbed me straight to the heart. He's like he's going to the stab motif but a you, lot. But you got to remember that feeling and just put it into your work so you're not going to get there again. Two stabs. Yeah. And I know there's another stab coming. I've already seen the quote. Uh, well, let's the, let me get let me get ahead because the other thing I think everyone is curious about is his health status coming off is the surgeries and the injuries and uh, the shoulder surgery. Remember how it seemed like he was kind of resistant. He didn't he didn't want to get the shoulder surgery. You know, he was pretty correct, pretty clear about that. He wanted to play through it. He wanted to do rehab. He didn't want the surgery. You know, after the suspension, the Padres let's just say strongly, you know, recommended it in, in use, using their, you know, leverage at the time. He says, I'm glad I got it. It feels way better. I am way confident. I feel like I'm going to have my swing 100% back this year. Uh, as for the wrist, he says, it feels good. I feel way more confident compared to the last time because he got that second surgery. I feel like this time they got it right. Didn't get healed right the other time. It was like 25%. This time, the last time we checked, it was 90% healed. So it's way better. Is um is what he says about the health issues. Now there's there's much more in this piece, and I'm not going to give it all away. But you've got Joe Musgrove comments. I remember Joe was pretty outspoken when Tatis was suspended about how he let down the team, and that he was going to have to work to get back, you know, get back to that level of being trusted and being part of the group again. Obviously, jumping in with Joe in these workouts seems to me like a absolutely monumental step toward that and i think joe joe sees that as well um great details from the trainers who are working with them and uh, great pictures that go along with the piece and i think there's an annie video i haven't seen that yet but um just amazing work uh by them both in the ut and in getting this access first real access we've seen to fernando tatis jr since he's come back uh to san diego uh to get this season started and get back into the padres lineup Annie, uh, Annie's quote tweet uh, from her piece with Kevin says, look at the challenge, look to the challenge, and just stab it right in the throat. Ooh, another stab. Fernando yeah. Tatis Jr. is readying himself for a season unlike any other, in part by holding his breath underwater each week alongside Padres pitcher Joe Musgrove. Baseball players are such weird birds, man. They really are. When Paulie and I were in Arizona and uh, we were playing golf with Matty Strom, He's like, I got a jam. Be like, hey, you want to grab some lunch? Grab a you know club sandwich after the round. He's like, no, I got a jam. We're we're going rowing. I said, why are you going rowing? He goes, there's this woman at the uh, the fitness center where we all work out, um, and she is like, she brings a bucket next to the rowing machine because she rows so hard she vomits. Um, and he goes, she said it's the best way to get in shape. So me and my brother have to go row after this, and they went and rowed for like two hours, real on the water, like real rowing. I'm like, you guys are nuts, man. They're nuts how they train. And then you do it until you throw up. Yeah. Is that really good for you or not? It I don't know. Like... I have friends that were that are, you know, bodybuilders and they're like, Oh, I've never done leg day and didn't throw up. I'm like, I've felt like I've gotten close, but never to where I vomited. Huh. I want to try playing golf until, until you I, throw up. Until I throw up. <laughs> 
keep going until, until I've golfed so much that I throw up. I was laughing Monday at the Carver guy so hard that I almost threw, threw up. I was, I was legitimately close to vomiting. Is it still hot out there? <laughs> because I was laughing so hard. Um, I, you know, we talked about it with Joe. Those workouts are pretty insane. I mean, they said uh, at the first, uh, Fernando Tetis Jr. could only hold his breath for, I think, like a, a 50 seconds or yeah. so. Now he's up to like a minute 45. Joe, of course, has In gone four I think, over four minutes now of holding your breath while, you know, lifting weights and, you know, walking along the bottom of the pool holding weights. And it's incredible stuff. But if you read the piece, it also talks about how, how it's also mostly mental. It's the reason why they think it helps with baseball is it helps you block out everything else. That's You're so genius. You have to man. overcome it makes sense. your own voice telling you, I need air, I need to breathe. You need to actually tell yourself, your physical instincts, all right, stop reacting. We can control you. You don't control us. We control you. And, you know, Joe and, and now Fernando apparently feel like that's that's essential in a baseball season. Well, Fernando, you know, the the mental one thing I want to ask him at spring training is, you know, how how um how nervous are you or how, you know, trepidatious are you about um is that a word? Trepidatious? Um, how much trepidation, how much trepidation do, you do you have about going into opposing ballparks knowing, you know, the things that are going to get hurled at you where it didn't even really happen to him, Ben. He was one of those guys that we saw, you know, we we saw great pictures out of Cincinnati his first year in the league. Dad in a, you know, Votto jersey, mom in a Votto jersey, and then the kid with Fernando Tatis braids, the sunglasses, and a Tatis jersey. Um, not that that's going to change much, but obviously he's going to take some grief. Uh, and I do wonder if this kind of mental training is going to be able to help him block out some of that noise because he will hear it. And especially, don't forget, where's he going to be playing? In the outfield, you're when you're on the infield. When you're playing shortstop, you're kind of the furthest away from everyone. No one can really get to you. That's a good point. You're at yeah. shortstop. Yeah. That's probably the furthest away of anybody yeah. on the diamond. Short and second. Short and second. And so when you're standing out in right field and people are you bomb, you even in center field, you got fans right there yep, in right center behind you. behind you. Yep. But yeah, short and second, you're you're pretty far from you're everybody. Pretty insulated. So I, I you know, you think about the stuff he's going to hear. Um, you know, and I want to ask him: Are you are you, do you are you nervous about it? Are you you know what you may face this year? And um, you know, obviously having guys like Nelly Cruz uh, there to help him through that, and and Manny and and the rest of the guys. You know what? I'm just the happiest about. I'm glad to see him being embraced by his teammates again. That is that for me is it. And I not that I ever was really worried about it. I wasn't, but it's good to see. It's good to see him being embraced by his teammates again. It's good to see him embracing his teammates. The, it, go, it goes both ways. Yeah, he's yeah, not I mean, sullen and surly, and I'm a man on my own. Yeah, they kind of wrote about how he's he even from the very beginning he was a little apart from everybody. Just that that's kind of how how he operated, and and part of it is just the amount of attention that he got right away. I mean, jumping onto the scene like almost no other, and having such success so early, right. it didn't necessarily. He didn't necessarily go through the same thing that most baseball players go through. The the years of toil and struggle and, you know, to finally figure it out and have some success on the big league level. Right. No, no, he pretty much just came right away. Figured it out. And had instant success, and it doesn't necessarily create a bond with all those other guys. Not that they're jealous 
No, or, they probably they, are. Uh, but they, there probably know, is some him, of that. You know, they want him to have success. The more he has success, the more they have success as a team. So they're cheering for him. But I, I'm sure there is an element of God. He doesn't even know. He has no idea how hard this game really is because he makes it look so dang easy. Well, what's, out there. What's going to make my heart really, really sing is when Fernando leads off with a double. Soto uh, walks and Manny hits a three-run bomb. And Soto and Tati are waiting there for him at home plate, and uh, everyone's jumping up and down on each other. To watch him be hanging out with his teammates, to watch him want to hang out with his teammates is a good thing. It's These are all positive steps. Um, I'm just... I'm so happy that he's back. I'm I'm so ready to welcome him with open arms. And you know what, man? Him talking about how he felt during the playoffs, we speculated on that almost every day. And we would try to get, when we would have Peter Seidler on or Eric Krupner or A.J. Preller on during the playoffs or Bob Melvin, you know, we would try to get some insight as to how he was feeling. And, you know, they, they, they would give us a little bit. They would say, well, you know, obviously, Bob, well, you know, it's tough for him. Uh, it's tough, but, you know, we're all going to stand by him and, to hear him say it was awful. I didn't want to watch. It sucked. And how about his boys going out and doing him a solid and making a nice long run through the playoffs and knocking how many games off of his suspension? And now it's going to be three weeks without him. Good to go. But that's a double-edged sword because, yes, it's great. It also takes some heat off of you that they're having success, but it also hurts more absolutely to see them have success without you no question to succeed without your contributions has got to sting even more in some ways yeah um and then the news about the the injury stuff is obviously it's good news it's great news uh the shoulder you know feels like i'm sure the padres wouldn't be so Crassus to go, I told you so, but that it really is kind of an I told you so. You needed to get the surgery. We've been telling you, get the surgery. You're going to feel so yep. much better. And now he's going, yeah, I'm glad I got the surgery. Feels 100%. So so glad I did that. And it sounds like the wrist, the first wrist surgery did not go well. Uh, I mean, you know, when they, he said it was like 25% strength. That was potentially disastrous. But it looks like the second time, much, much better. As he says, he's at 90. And, of course, you know, with still... Until his opening day, we're essentially still almost three months from when he'll play his first game, like less than two months and three weeks. That is a sign that, you know, given that much time, he, he sh- maybe the wrist will be 100% uh, by that point as well. So that that's some incredibly good news uh, coming out of this story in the UT. Yeah, what a great piece. Uh, kudos again to Kevin and Annie. Um, really, really well done. What a what a great thing to drop on a Friday. All right, we got a few minutes before the uh, top of the hour, enough to, to get our picks in, at least for two games. Let me first remind you, uh, if you want to uh, catch up on anything you missed with our show, the coach, John Cantero, or Gwen and Chris podcast, you can do so on the free Odyssey app wherever you get your podcast. But uh, let's get to those football picks or playoff competition. Round three, three-point games. Uh, you got two of them this weekend, the Hard. NFC Championship and the AFC Championship. And, uh, Paulie, you got our our current point standings through two rounds? Uh, in eighth place, Benjamin Higgins. Eighth or in first place, place with you. eight points. That would be tough to be in eighth place <laughs> yeah, among you're the behind, three of us. Uh, Adam. <laughs> uh, first place with eight points. Uh, second place with seven points is Woodsy. And I am in third place with five points. But five is just one victory away from the lead. Because this round, both games are worth three points. That's so. correct. All right. Uh, as we have done in the first two rounds, the leader will go first with the first game, which is the NFC Championship game. 
Uh, the current lines. What are we uh, uh, going with with the Philadelphia Eagles? Favored by two and a half right now. I've got the, still got two and a half and one. Two and a half over the San Francisco 49ers. Last week, the only reason I'm in the lead is because I took the 49ers, whereas you both took the Cowboys yep. in that game. The 49ers, I, I feel very good about that team. I like so much about that team. But you, I you think this them. is I think this them. is where the run must end for Brock Purdy and the 49ers. The Philadelphia Eagles, if there were any questions left, Jalen Hurts looked very healthy last week. And I just I don't see a scenario where at home in that environment, those Philly fans at Lincoln Financial Field, that they can't cover less than a field goal at home against the 49ers. That defense will make it tough, but ultimately I see the, the Eagles winning by about a touchdown. I will take Philadelphia. I will give the two and a half points. Woods, you are second up, and I know you've been wanting to take the Eagles all week. You bastard. <laughs> Such a bastard. You can still do so. I know. I'm going to. I'm going to right. Eagles also. Keeping with the Eagles. Yep. All right. So, Pauly, this is an opportunity for you to catch up, make up some ground, or you could bury yourself with an incorrect pick if you take the 49ers. So what's it going to be? going to do the Eagles and join Woods and I, or are you going to go out on an island and take the San Francisco 49ers? Are you going to be an island boy? I'm an island boy. I'm an island boy. Yeah, he almost has to, doesn't he? Well, he doesn't know. I mean, I think he doesn't know what we're going to pick in the next game. He might want to be an island on the next game. Trying to make. I'm going to ride with the Eagles as well. Keep the status quo for that one. No change. I can't. I'm still in the lead. Through the NFC Championship, one way or another, guaranteed. Guaranteed. All right, that means Hit the it. AFC Championship. Woods, you're in second place. You get to go first on this one. Give me Joe Shiesty and the Cincinnati Bengals. Don't even care what the line you, is. It's a one-point spread. Back to the the Chiefs being favored by a point again. Yes. I believe you. Yeah. It's, it's gone back and forth, but right now Bengals plus one. I'll take it. Pauly, you get to go second here. Hoping to go third on if this ben one. Picks uh, with me, I'm eliminated. <laughs> hmm. Strategy. Um, who do I think Ben's going to pick? I know that's the other. Because I problem. need to pick the opposite. You son of a. I will take Kansas City. Good choice, Polly, because I will go with the Cincinnati Bengals. Oh, thank God. So you're going to beat Joe me. Burrow has finally convinced me. <sighs> I am finally in the Joe Burrow camp. I love Patrick Mahomes. So I, really, I can't win. I really do. Well, well no, it's not so over it's yet. Super Bowl. You got a four-point four four Super Bowl. All right. You are guaranteed to, in fact, have a chance okay. and be one point behind going into the Super Bowl. All right. You could be one point behind both of us, though. That's true. Or you could be just one point behind me. So I have I have guaranteed myself at least a shot going into the Super Bowl. The AFC Championship game will determine which of you <laughs> then has a chance going into the Super Paulie Bowl. Paulie took the Chiefs, you took the Bengals. Yes. Right. And you took the Bengals I as did. well. So Paulie's big boy. time cheering for the Chiefs. We're going for the Bengals. We've all got the Eagles Paulie, why are you doing coming that up on Sunday. <laughs> chop right now in the Paulie is literally in here doing the chop. I'm not. Stop that! I, I think Stop I don't it. think any of us would be surprised if the Chiefs no, went home. No, of course not. Patrick Mahomes has an unbelievable That's, game. I had to wait for that game because I but, could easily convince myself on either one of those two teams, Cincinnati or Kansas City. I couldn't. Given the go given the Bengals' the success against, you know, I don't know if they have their number, quote unquote, 
but they certainly aren't scared of the no, Chiefs. God, no. They aren't scared of going on the road. Joe Burrow's got some swagger to him right now. I picked all home teams last week. Feeling I picked it. the home team in my first game. I can't just ride home favorites the entire postseason. I had to go somewhere off the board. So uh, those are our picks. They're in. Eagles, Eagles, Eagles. Woodsy and I have the Bengals. Paulie has the Chiefs. All right, we'll come back. Rindle report uh, to kick off our 9 o'clock hour. Also, the uh, charity boxing match at 97.3 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.